Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Emma Mae Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up? What's up, beautiful people? My name is Emma Mae Dinkins, and I'm so thankful to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast. You are awesome. And as I'm sitting in my floor recording this podcast, I know that you may be out driving to work. You may be doing the dishes, folding the laundry, walking across campus. You may be drinking a good cup of coffee. Wherever you are in your day, wherever you are in getting things done, I pray that you are encouraged through this message. And I pray that you know how honored I am that I get to be a part of your day. Wherever you are mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I pray that the Lord would use this message to speak to you because His Word is alive and active and He meets us right where we are knowing exactly what we need. And I'm believing that in Him this episode. Y'all are incredible. Friends, faith comes by hearing But that is hearing the word of Christ. And so without further ado, let's get into the word. I'm so pumped today to talk about consistency in God's word. Because there can so often be so many different distractions, so many different excuses, so many different obstacles that come up and rob consistency in getting in the word. It is so important, but it makes sense that there would always be so many different things put in our path to distract us from getting into the word because the word is It's so crucial. It's so essential. And the enemy, who's the thief that has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy, would love if we did not get into the Word. And so I want to start off this episode by just identifying some of the reasons why we don't stay diligent about being in the Word, some of the reasons why we get distracted. And my heart behind this is not only to put a name to it, to put words to the struggles. That way, when we find ourselves in those patterns, we can call it out and replace it with truth. But also, I want you to know that you're related to, like that you are not crazy for having these distractions. You are not crazy for for all of these different reasons as to why you don't get in the Word. Like, These are things that I'm sure every human who is a believer and seeking to know God has come across. And so I pray that this not only helps you identify some things, but I also pray that it helps you know that you're not alone and we're learning together. So one of the first things that came to my mind is that we miss the purpose and the joy of staying in the word whenever it becomes a checkbox mentality. 
whenever it just becomes something else that we need to get done, when we see spending time with God and his word as another duty to be done, it is in danger to be viewed as equivalent to getting the laundry done, equivalent to finishing homework. And that's so dangerous because it's not equivalent. It's priority. And God wants to, and he does, as as his children, he walks with us throughout the day and in his presence is the fullness of joy and he fills everything everywhere with himself. But time with him, even though he's with us through the folding of laundry, through the getting homework done, through the soccer practice, through the supper time around the table, like he's with us through all of those moments, he is jealous for one-on-one time with you. And that one-on-one time in solitude with the Lord in his word, it's not equivalent. It's not like it's on level ground equivalent to getting the laundry done. No, it, it sets the tone for everything else throughout the day. It sets the tone for what I do. And so I want it to be viewed as a priority, not just as another duty that I need to check off in my list. And whenever I was thinking through this, it made me think of the story of Mary and Martha. In Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 38, Jesus is entering into a village and Martha, she welcomes Jesus into her home. And Martha's sister, Mary, she sits down at Jesus's feet and she's listening to what Jesus has to say. While this is happening, Martha is distracted by many things that need to get done. And she gets frustrated because Mary is just sitting at Jesus's feet. And she comes to Jesus and she's like, hey, like, will you please tell her to come and help me? Why is she allowing me to just serve by myself? And Jesus responds to her in such a beautiful, personal way. He says, Martha, Martha, calling her by name, just as he does you and I. He says, Martha, Martha. You are worried and upset about many things, but truly there's only one thing that is of most importance. And Mary has chosen the right thing and it's not going to be taken away from her. While Martha had good intentions, she was welcoming Jesus into her home. She was distracted and upset over all of these other things while Mary realized the Lord is in this place and I want to listen to what he has to say. She realized that that was what was most important. And so I don't want us to see all of our other tasks as something that just overwhelms us in the sense that we forget to just sit and be with the Lord. We're focused on all the things that we're doing for him that we forget to simply be with him. So powerful. And I think something else is that if our time alone with God in his word is seen as just another area of our life that we need to be perfect at, in the sense that we see our time alone with God in his word as like through the lens of a legalistic religious perspective, it's just something else that we need to do perfectly well, then we'll enter into this cycle where every time we're not in the word, we feel guilty because we should be. And then every time we go to the word, we, f- we feel ashamed and condemned because all we're doing is thinking about all the times we didn't get into the word prior to this time. And the enemy would love to keep us in this cycle. Because as I referenced earlier, John 10, 10, the thief, he is the enemy and he has come to steal, to kill and to destroy And if our time alone with God, meditating on his word, learning who he is and who we are in him, being equipped for every good work, knowing what his word says, for his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. If the enemy can keep us from that, 
then we will get confused on what is true and what is not true because we're not immersing ourselves in the truth before we step into each day. When it comes to saying, staying in the word, it's important to note the following things. So the first thing is that our time with God is a gift. Our time in his word is a gift. I want to read this over y'all. Psalm 19 verses 7 through 10 says that the instruction of the Lord is perfect, renewing one's life. The testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making the inexperienced wise. The precepts of the Lord are right, making the heart glad. The command of the Lord is radiant, making the eyes light up. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are reliable and altogether righteous. They are more desirable than gold, than an abundance of pure gold, and sweeter than honey dripping from a honeycomb. In addition, your servant is warned by them, and in keeping them, there is an abundant reward. Oh, the word of God, how sweet to walk with him, to know him, to spend time with him and to meditate on his word and be in his presence. Friends, it's a gift. It is a treasure that I never want to grow numb to. I never want to take for granted the joy of dwelling with the Lord and He within me. When feeling a lack of motivation to be in the Word, remember the honor of getting to be in the Word. When feeling lazy or wanting to do other things, remember the honor of getting to grow in intimacy with God. The fact that God didn't have to, but He makes Himself approachable. Through the power of Jesus, we can boldly approach God's throne of grace and ask Him for help in our time of need. Through the power of Jesus, God is with us and we are with Him. Never does He leave us and never does He forsake us. We are in the presence of a God that is holy, 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 awesome is His name. Full of joy is His presence. I never want to grow numb to the gift and the honor that it is to be with my God. The second thing is that our desire to spend time with God in his word, it will grow more and more the more we intentionally seek him first. Notice this word intentional, that my time devoted to alone time with God in his word and in prayer, it cannot be dependent on how I'm feeling. Something really fun, I was doing a Peloton workout in the like coach in the workout, she said something that just caught my ear. And so I had to write it down in my notes. She said, with consistency, change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. And in Psalm 37 verse four, we're told that those who delight themselves in the Lord, he will give them the desires of their heart. Well, the more I delight myself in the Lord, the more my desires align with the desires of God. And if I am filled with the Spirit, then I am filled with passion for God. And I am, if I am filled with the Spirit, then I am compelled to be faithful to God. And I'm compelled to spend time with Him. And so the more I delight myself in Him, the more my desire to be with Him grows. The more my desire to know Him grows. The more, the more my desire to live how He's called me to live grows. So even whenever I'm not feeling it, And yet I still choose 
to open up the word. I still choose to carve out time. I still choose to get on my knees. I still choose to seek him in prayer. Well, the more and more that I choose that, the more and more I deliberately make the decision to spend time with God, the more my desire to spend time with him grows despite how I'm feeling. But my feelings, while they are a gift, like the, they're not truth. They're not factual. They're not a good determining factor of my decisions. And so friends, there will, like it's a guarantee, there will be days that I would rather do other things. Days that I'm not feeling passionate. Days that I'm discouraged and simply not interested. But all of these guaranteed factors of life and of being human cannot be the determining factor of whether or not my time alone with God is prioritized. It's much too important. He is much too important. My life is much too important. My relationships are much too important for me to only get in the word when I feel like it. I make time for what's important. Regardless of how I feel, my time with him, with the Lord, in his word, it's important. So therefore, I will make time. And I encourage you to be honest with the Lord about these feelings. Like whenever you choose to come and spend time with him and and read and study scripture and you're not feeling motivated or you're feeling overwhelmed by all the other things that wait before you in the day or you're feeling confused or you're feeling stressed or you're feeling like lazy or you're feeling like you'd much rather honestly be doing other things. Like be honest with the Lord about that. He is approachable. He already knows what you need. He knows you better than you know you. When you rise on the wings of the dawn or settle on the far side of the sea, make your bed in the or if you make your bed in the depths, even there his hand will guide you, his right hand will hold you fast. Even the darkness is his light to him. He knows when you sit and when you rise. He perceives your thoughts from afar. Before a word is on your tongue, he knows it completely. He's hemmed you in both behind and before. He knows you better than you know you, my friend. Yet he still wants you to approach him. He still wants you to come to him. Share with him what's on your heart. listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. Hey, today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Faithful Counseling. So let's get real for a second. Is there something interfering with your peace, robbing you of joy, preventing you from carrying God's yoke that is easy and his burden that is light that he intends for you to carry. He designed you to carry. Are you walking through something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that for many of us, that can be anxiety, depression, fear, or even broken relationships that can be holding us back. But this is where Faithful Counseling comes in. Faithful Counseling is a worldwide counseling service that is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, 
and convenient so anyone and everyone can face life's challenges and can get help anytime, anywhere. Faithful Counseling offers four different ways to get connected to a licensed counselor. You can sit down for video calls, phone calls, live chats, or instant messaging. Every counselor on Faithful Counseling is licensed by their respective state board and has over 3,000 hours of experience. If you think that Faithful Counseling is for you, you can sign up today and be matched with your counselor in 24 hours or less. Faithful Counseling is helping us live our healthiest lives in the comfort and safety of our homes. Be sure to check out Faithful Counseling at faithfulcounseling.com slash MMA slash. So you don't have to spend time with him only when you're feeling it because that's dangerous. If I'm only doing it when I feel like it, I don't want that. (laughs) But whenever I do come to him, I don't have to pretend like I feel good all the time. I don't have to pretend like my heart is in a certain posture when it's not. He already sees me. He already knows me. He already already understands. So I might as well be honest with him. So powerful. So be honest with the Lord about these things and pray about it. Seek him and search scripture that speaks directly into it. Go to his word and see what his word says about feeling overwhelmed. See what his word says about not feeling motivated. See what his word says about feeling confused. Like he, his word equips us for every good work. His word, like we are laid bare before the Lord. Nothing is hidden from his sight. He, he knows us and he meets us right where we are. So be honest with the Lord about your feelings Pray about those feelings and search scripture that speaks directly into it because I want his word to be a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, not my feelings to dictate those, to determine those steps. And the third thing that I wanted to share with y'all is set out a, a specific time, a specific time to be with the Lord, because if it isn't on the schedule for the day, then it's less likely to be done. If it isn't sought out and planned, it's not as likely to have time made for it. Like for me personally, I love having my, of course, like I talk with the Lord all throughout the day and that's just such a joy and a gift, but my time to be alone with God in his word, in prayer, sometimes journaling, like I love for that to be the first of my day. I don't always do that perfectly. That doesn't always happen how I would like it for it to, but that, that is what I love to do. And that's my goal is to spend time alone with God the first of my day before any of my other conversations, before, before picking up my phone. Like I, I want that to be my first because there's just something really beautiful about communicating God. This day belongs to you. I belong to you and you are first priority to me. And a way that I can communicate that is by giving you the very first of my day. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. And it sets the tone for my day. Like whenever I'm choosing to meditate on God's word, when I'm choosing to hide his word in my heart, well, then that's what I'm going to take throughout my day. I'm going to think on that throughout my day. I'm going to... That's going to be what infuses my conversations. It's going to be what I think on before I respond to someone. It's just, it's so, it's so beautiful. God, let this morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I put my trust in you. God, show me the way I should go for to you. I entrust my life. 
Rescue me from my enemies, Lord, for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. And it doesn't have to be for a specific length of time. Something really cool is that there's 96 15-minute periods in a 24-hour day. And so what if you were to just spend your first 15 minutes? You have 95 other 15 minutes left. What if you were to spend your first 15 minutes in the Word, dedicating your day to the Lord? dedicating your first fruit to the Lord. So powerful. But I also want to encourage you to be willing to be flexible. The seasons will shift. Rhythms will change. Simply going from high school to a college dorm was a big rhythm shift for me in my quiet time. Just waking up and I wasn't the only person in the room because I shared a room with, with one of my new friends. And But even though like it was a new rhythm for me to figure out, My time alone with the Lord was still a priority. My time in His Word was still a priority. And I know those of those who may be listening, some of you may have like really early jobs. Like I know Josh, my fiance, he had a job for a period where he like had to be at work by five in the morning. And I know some of you who may be listening, you may be mamas and the whenever you're waking up, you're holding babies. And the best time for you to be alone with God and his word, it may be whenever it's 3 p.m. and your babies are down for a nap. So like you're seasons are going to shift. I know that whenever I get married in five months, like that's going to be another season shift. So I encourage you, don't be so rigid with yourself whenever the schedule doesn't look like how you thought it would. It's okay if your time in the word looks a little different, meaning that it's in a different place. It's at a different time. But what's most important is that it's still your priority. It's still your priority. It's what's most important to me. Therefore, I'm making time for it. Give me this day my daily bread. I need him every single day. And I wanted to share with y'all too. Some of you like hear that and you're like, man, that sounds amazing. I want to be in the word every day. I want to be seeking God like I've never sought him before. I want to grow in intimacy with him. I want to set a time on my calendar every day to spend time with him, to make it a priority. But you may not know what that studying time in the scripture looks like. How do you go to the word and study it? Well, I wanted to share with you two things that I have been doing recently that I've loved. So maybe it will help you. You can take it or leave it, but it may help you. First thing is for Christmas, I got what's called a journal, not a gerbil, a journal. And this is not a paid advertisement. This is simply something that I have been gifted with and I absolutely love it. And so I'm just telling everybody about it, but it is a certain book of the Bible. I don't know if they offer all books of the Bible, but a a lot of them, if not all. And I was given the book of John and it's basically this journal where whenever you open up, open it up on the right-hand side of the page. For example, the first right-hand side of the page, when I open the book, is at the top, John chapter one, verses one through 10. And then that entire page, it gives me space to write out the first 10 verses of the first chapter of John. On the left-hand side of the page, it is just a blank page. And it gives me space to reflect on the 10 verses I've just written out. Sometimes it asks me a question about what I've just written to help me reflect even deeper, to help me like have a paved pathway on where to go as I reflect and I respond to the scripture. But what's so cool is by the end of this journal, 
I will have written out the entire book of John and reflected on it. And the heart behind it is that there has been scientific research that has proven when we write something down, we are more likely to remember it had we just listened to it or had we just read it. And so that's something that I have found just so fun. My dad got the book of Romans. Josh's dad got the book of Genesis. Josh got the book of Acts or vice versa. Josh got the book of Romans. My dad got the book of Acts. Just so, so cool. And I've loved it. So it's called the Journable. And I don't believe it's very expensive either. So that's a plus. Also, the Version Bible app, it's for free. They offer a bunch of different plans. And I have loved doing the Bible in a year plan chronologically. So I am reading through the entire Bible, like front to back cover chronologically. And I'm in at the end of Jeremiah right now. And it is just awesome. Like as I teach the word, I want to know the word. I want to have read the word. I want to know the meta narrative of scripture. I want to know how the Old Testament connects to the New Testament. And and it's just so beautiful to see God's faithfulness from the beginning to the end and everywhere in between. He's just so faithful. But this has been an awesome plan that I have loved because whenever I wake up in the morning, it like says, okay, for today, you have Jeremiah 51 and 52 to read. And I may read Jeremiah 51 and the next day read Jeremiah 52, but it helps me have some structure to my plan. So I pray that that helps you. And I just want to leave y'all with some scripture. So Matthew 4, 4, Jesus says, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Psalm 1, 2, says that we will be blessed when we meditate on God's word day and night. In Joshua 1.8, Joshua is instructed to keep this book of instruction on his mouth. And he said he is told to meditate on it day and night so that he may be careful to observe everything written in it. For then he will prosper and succeed in whatever he does. In Ephesians 6, Paul is going through the armor of God and he comes up to the sword of the spirit, which is what the word of God. I encourage you after you listen to this episode, or I encourage you as, as some homework, as a challenge for this week, go read through Psalm 119. It's the longest Psalm, but wow, it will encourage you about the richness of God's word and the sweetness of God's word and the power of God's word. His word is truth. His word is steadfast, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And in a world where there are opinions left and right, in a world that is run by the God of this age, who is the, he is the father of lies. He, 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 it literally, we're literally told that he masquerades himself as the light. So he pretends to be truth when he is actually deceived. So how can we know what is lies if we don't know what is truth? May we be in the word daily. I want to know God. John 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. So it makes sense that if I spend time in the word, I would then grow to know God more because it's who he is. And also I would grow to know who I am more. I would grow in who I was made to be more. I would grow in living the life that he has called me to live more. So powerful. That's what I want. That's what I want for you. So I pray that this encouraged you. I 
and pray that this encouraged you richly. I'm going to go through the three little nuggets one last time regarding consistency in the word. Number one, our time with God is a gift. Our time in his word is a gift. So when you're feeling a lack of motivation to be in the word and wondering whether or not it's worth prioritizing, remember the honor of getting to be in the word and grow in intimacy with the Lord. Number two, our desire to spend time with God in his word will grow more the more we intentionally seek him first. It cannot be dependent on our feelings. It is a, it is a willing, determined, purposed choice to spend time in the word and it cannot be based on my feelings. And number three, set out a specific time. If it isn't on the schedule for the day, it's less likely to be done. If it isn't sought out and planned, it's not as likely to have time made for it. So friend, I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm championing you on. I pray that this met you wherever you are in your journey and encouraged you powerfully and richly, abundantly. You're so stinking awesome. Be sure and download this episode and rate and review and share it with your people. Y'all mean the world to me. I'll talk to y'all next week. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.